0: T T
1: B music podcast. We oh look
0: at this! I've already lost the closet. So I it. got there. Where are we? Hello, podcast world. Hey, we're back. Hey. <laughs> hey, Ben. Hey
1: mm. Yeah, sounds
0: oh. a bit. Ah. Oh my, All right. Um,
1: yeah. Good. Technical issues or right. this bit? You've got to leave all this in, obviously, because well, it's authentic, isn't it? I also I don't do editing. You don't do the editing anymore. No,
0: because that. No. Yeah. I, should, I should remember from that from, from those early days when yeah, I really early I, days. Did a, I did a editing and i thought Yeah. This takes longer than actually doing the podcast. Yes. Why am I doing this? Yeah, it's exactly. Like, well, a people it. do this for a living. I know. Mad. Just, yeah. Anyway, hello. Back again. Um, I'm back again with a uh, big podcast. It's a big one, this one, isn't it? Yeah, right. Oh, yes. Well, I think we've got a few big ones coming up, past, you know, because yeah, suddenly people are releasing kind of records, and mm. it's like, ooh, there's them, and there's them, and there's them. Yeah. yeah. So... This podcast, we have the new uh, album by Depeche Mode, Momentum Mori. We have Baby Metal, the other one. Black Country New Road, live from Bush Hall. Lauren Delray, did you know that there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, the Hong Study, The Price of Progress. And Boy Genius, The Record. So we start, Peter. Webstein. Well, 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 who do you think we start with? Oh. we started with the 15th studio oh. album oh. by Dupesh Mood. Yeah. Um, who we last reviewed on podcast uh, 5 2020. Wow. There's people going, what the fuck? What? Um, <laughs> like, are, they, are they somehow delayed? Oh, yeah. they? But that's because we actually did all of our specials. We do it. We, I think it was the last one yeah, special yeah. we did. When we look back on albums from when we were 20, you... Picked three albums, I picked three albums, and one of the one ones of you picked was, this. Yeah. was Ultra. Yes, I remember. So actually, that was the last yeah. I did. Yeah. Before that, clearly, it was yeah. Podcast 3 2017. Makes more sense. For the last album, Spirit. Yeah. An album which we both thought was good. But then, as I've discussed with you in the pub recently, yeah, I'm not sure I really listened to it again after that Yeah, going to come back to that point, I think. Yeah. 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 So, taking that in mind, 15th studio album... They're back unfortunately off I'm the back, back off the back of yeah somebody uh, dying yeah. yeah how do we feel about the 15th album Pete? i've got a lot to say uh so i
1: need to be in bed by him exactly and yeah. we're already starting late so i don't want to keep you up all night um so feel free to interject that's what i'm trying to say um get yeah get your notes up <laughs> <All right. laughs> They're so, up, so, they're up, Pete. Go. So it. the 15th album Depeche Mode. I mean, the context of this, I mean, fans will know this, but you know, again, if you're coming to Depeche Mode for the first time ever. What? <laughs> you're listening to this podcast? Um this, listening to podcasts. This, this is it, yeah, no, nobody's really listening, are they? Um this this album, you know, uh the sort of the 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 sort of beginning of it uh is is in 2019. Um we then obviously there's a major virus that goes around in 2020, you may have heard of and 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 i think that really has an impact on the writing of this album We'll come back to that in terms of mm. themes etc memento mori the latin for uh, you know remember we must die yes um so i think that those themes of mortality and endings uh are already present we then of course get the you know the the, the very sudden death of of andrew fletcher fletch who is very much the third man of of Depeche Mode, he is the sort of spiritual centre of mm. the band, if you will, um, and and obviously that's a massive massive blow not only to the surviving members of the band but to the, the fandom as well. And 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 as a result, we end up with this with this very it, it, it's it's an album reflective of the times, but actually quite a personal album, although probably not intended that way to start with. Yeah, if that makes sense. Um, I, I mean, it begins. I think it begins quite epically. It has a very funeral feel to the initial mm. the first track the, the this cosmos is mine. The cosmos is mine. Um very much focused on some of those themes I've just mentioned, you know, mortality, uh focusing on one's place in the universe, fighting back against death itself and the external forces that might encroach on on our lives.
0: Um I just put dark and brooding. Yeah, dark and brooding.
1: <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, you know, and, and there is a moment, obviously, where it, it builds to a refrain. I won't say chorus. It no. It builds, builds to a, a repeated refrain. Also wrote. Yeah. No. First chorus. of many songs without, without chorus. chorus on this podcast. Exactly. You know, you have this This uh, no war, no more, no fear, no here, no rain, no cloud, no pain, no shroud, no final breath, no senseless deaths. And, and I think that's the moment that caught me. I was just like, and the album almost pauses. It doesn't. I've been back and listened to it several times. But no. It almost feels like, Bam. right it's just like okay we're here we're doing this um and obviously you know when you think about no war no more obviously events since the pandemic ukraine russia in particular come to the fore um it hits you very hard that this actually could be the last album mm. I, I i really do believe this could be it i mean in four years time when they go out on the road again and release another album obviously i won't be surprised Race is too yeah exactly but it does feel like that this 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 could be it.
0: No, I, don't, I think that's... I don't yeah, it I, has that sense of
1: ending. Um, which, again, sort of sets the, the mood, or the mode. Um, that's quick... The album quickly lifts, though, with Wagging Tongue, which, again, could be more of a personal tribute. It is actually a Gore-Gahan co-write. Um, and it feels like with the, the refrain, Watch another angel die, there could be more of a personal touch to that and reference to perhaps Fletch... There rather than the sort of more funeral moments of the the album.
0: I was saying send a bit Yazoo?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, 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 and this is this is where somewhere one criticism I have quite early on of the album is it's kind of, and, and believe me, I'm coming from this <laughs> a place of quite high enjoyment and esteem.
0: No <laughs> like... one would know this <laughs> if you're new to the podcast. Yeah, he's
1: quite a Big debate. fashion Um, obviously. So I'm So so it's nitpicks really. I find the sequencing a little bit odd at this point because you then get, of course, the hit "Ghosts" again, mm. and I feel that that's a weird in a weird place tracking-wise. I feel like that sh- that should either be track two or the end of side one or the beginning of side two. Um, it just it just feels oddly out of place here. But but obviously it's a massive song. It's the lead single. It's probably the most mainstream song they've had for a very long time in terms of how it's. Yeah. Sort of Into the consciousness of them, you, the, your mainstream audience listening to we to, to the radio and, and stuff, um, and again, you know, those themes of death and loss, and but juxtaposed against this sort of brighter side of it. So it's not all maudlin, is what I'm also saying. An album, well, called, no, no, an no. album called Memento Mori could be quite grim.
0: No, I agree. It's my, actually quite light. My, my, fir, light my, my, my first, but my well. fourth book is, is after dark and brooding. My cosmos is mine. Yeah, you're thinking. Oh God! It's going to be dark <laughs> it's and be dark yes. and gloomy. Yeah. And then actually, what follows is actually compared to Richard yeah. albums, surprisingly it's, poppy. It is more of a cele- so you have the funeral, but
1: then you have the celebration of life. Um, you know, throughout, I think. Um, it, it, yeah, then, then it bounce, then it does does tick the numbers. You know, you get Martin's song in the middle. You know, the one where we all there. Uh,
0: See, I, 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 I've written. Yeah, I think, I, I think this is one of his better, better ones. About to exactly. loot, to loot songs. Yeah. I, I actually quite yeah. like
1: this song. Yeah, this, this is, it is a future gore classic. I think yeah. this one. I think it's is actually it, a nice song. Certainly. Yeah, it's much better than. There's been equivalent songs on previous out al- recent albums. Um, a, little yeah. bit. a little bit. Okay. Yeah. No, this one's much better. It's got funky guitar, catchy chorus. Um, that goes into side two. Caroline's monkey. Um, Wonder who Caroline is.
0: Yeah, what the fuck is it? So it's like, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll jump in there because I'm in. Jump going to jump in. in. Because obviously, this is one of the four tracks mm. Ghosts, another one mm. uh, that are, that are co written with Richard Butler of Psychotherapy yeah. First. What's his problem with Caroline? Yeah. Because obviously, Pretty in Pink. Yeah. Caroline. That's Caroline. Also, also another uh, song by, like on a uh, later album called India, also Caroline. Right, okay, so, yeah, yeah. I'm guessing the Caroline came from Richard Butler yes. side of the writing rather, rather than the, the Gore Martin Gore side of the writing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So still it, fun song. It's still a fun
1: song. Again, theme of addiction and and other vices, dragging you down there. Um, that side two is interesting because. On my initial listens, I found side two very patchy, hmm. um, and I really did start to lose momentum, particularly the f- final third. Actually, but it contains the two Dave Gahan, obviously Dave Gahan with backing band and others yeah, co- yeah. co-authoring. But the two get Dave Gahan songs before we drown and the clo- the album closer. Speak to me. I actually think are two of the stronger side songs on side two, it, and and it, as the more I've listened to the album, I've actually. I've actually put them up in the sort of top tier of songs from the album
0: overall. Um, I'd agree with Before We drain, I, I, Yeah, I, I love the synth riff. I love that synth that's, 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 that's really good. Speak to me. Yeah. Speak, Speak to, to
1: me. me. It's fine. It's, it's, it's a solid, a it's a solid, solid but ballad. It sort of it's fine. closes things up. It, it's, it's kind of, for me, that one is... Um, you know it's a great closer it clings onto the darkness and the distortion somewhat towards it so you've got this book ending i suppose of the sort of the, 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 the kind of more f- grimmer f- darker sound synth sound yeah um oh i forgot to mention ghost, ghost the thing about i love about ghost is that piano riff as well no it's, it's, it's brilliant, brilliant. I'm It is brilliant. here but yeah yeah, no, I'm sure yeah brilliant. come back yeah back to back to the end of the album i i, I do like to speak to me a lot um and uh and and there is some other, also some other stuff. Always you again vintage Depeche Mode synths, familiar sound effects scattered across it. Um, you know, whilst dismissing that sort of section of the album initially, I actually quite like the repeating riff of the chorus and the synths, and it's it, yeah, it, no again it builds. Um, so where am I going with all this rambling? Overall, positioned by some of the critics as their best this
0: century. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We 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 had, we had a, a conversation about this online, but but is it? Because um, also, where where you draw the line on this? Actually, yeah. depending on where you draw the line, they've only, they've only released one album previous
1: to this. Well, yeah, <laughs> the best this decade. Yes, there's only one. Um, it, it, if it's the last album, then it's a perfect closer. Uh, and this is prob this is purely my subjective opinion. I still think playing the angel edges it. I would, of, agree. I would agree. In terms of the imp- impact it's had on my life and probably other people, yeah, um, it's definitely up there though. And and you've got you've got subsequent to playing the angel, you've got sounds of the universe, uh, which again I think has grown in time. But then you've got the albums that followed that are a bit muddy and a bit murky. And I, as I was joking with you earlier, I can never remember the name of Delta Machine. There it is again, Delta Machine. I'll just keep saying it until I hammer it into my brain that that was the album before the album.
0: Yeah, but that's before. still a better album than Spirits. So yeah, like, yeah.
1: I mean, so. uh, And Spirits is very... So, So yes, in terms of, is this a return to... F- no, it's not a return to form, is it? They've never been lost form, but is this their best album for a long time? Yes. Is it their best album this 21st century? Mm, Jury's out.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. But it but, is a great album from Yeah, yeah I think that's fair. That, obviously, you know, I don't have much say because as you say, it's... it's, 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 it's Actually, was maybe we should do this and a few other things. Just jumping in at the time is probably easier. But um, yeah, I mean, we haven't mentioned uh, from, for me. What one of the things I liked about this record is is there's a there's a handful of tracks that go back to mainly from the drum beat that go back to kind of like '80s. Yes. DM. Yeah. So, so you've got oh yeah yeah people are good Absolutely. and my, my yeah. favorite singer, my fa- my singer, which is probably my favorite my favorite singer, which is probably my favorite song on the album actually. Yeah. Um Well, people are good. Yeah. Really? No, 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 no. Favorite singer. Favorite singer. Yeah. Right. And got literally the classic '80s kind of. Okay. Yeah. Favorite stranger. Yeah. Favorite stranger. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Oh yeah. Of course. Also, although also, also had elements of um, kind of early '80s uh, Ultravox going on as well. Yeah. Just fine. because with the round the same at the same time. What, what I think was particularly funny though is um. Um, which the rich obviously Richard Butler, who mentioned psychedelic first, uh, wrote several of the wrote several of the songs, um. But it is weird that I think it's it is uh. Don't think don't think it had anything to do with it. people are good, and yet people are good sounds more like psychedelic Furs than any other song on the album, and he didn't know anything to do with it. But yeah, yeah. one of those things. Um, also personally, I, I had a on People Are Good and Caroline's Monkey there were moments in both songs where actually suddenly I had Glenn Gregory of Heaven 17 singing oh wow <laughs> yeah just because they just kind of just yeah there were moments of both their songs where, where the delivery just kind of fell into that kind of yeah thing I don't mean that as a bad way it was like but it was just like weird. It's like, oh, what? That's what uh, that. Uh. And I've had that a few times on the podcast, but we'll, we'll get to that. But not Glenn Gregory, but but yeah, just that thing. So sort of having strange yeah, yeah. things come in. But I agree. I agree. With you. I, I I think playing the angel probably still edges it, but, the, but, then, but maybe just because of time and it's, yeah. that, it's actually had th- the thing. But I think yeah. I think this is definitely as a collection of songs. The strongest thing they've produced since then. is it yeah. it hang it, it actually hangs, it together, hangs together, together. Well despite well, well, my nitpick. Well. Yeah. It does hang together. It does together hang together, well. Well. It, well, it hangs together
1: very well. well. Um and as I say, if this was a career closer, it'd be be perfect. I doubt it. I'm sure they'll come back for like the final tour and the final final tour and, and what have you. Um but it it's a very, a very and I mean and hats off also to the producer James Ford. This is his second album. He did spirit. Yes. Uh do you know what he's up to next? No, no. Now his next project, also a great duo that are still selling innovatively and commercially, who no, originated no, the, in the eighties. No, no, no idea. No, no, idea. no well, idea. Well, they'll
0: be they'll be back later yeah, this year. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> Moving on. <clears throat> Moving on. Moving <laughs> <Baby, laughs> on. To Baby, Baby Metal and the other one. Yeah. Fourth studio album from Baby yeah. Metal. Um, we last reviewed them on Podcast Four, 2014. With yeah. their debut album a record I like much more than you because you had trouble seeing past the uh, J-pop mix metal geek yeah. uh, I have to say that subsequent releases didn't really trouble me at all and when they announced back in 2021 that it might be the end of the band I was not exactly bereft should we say no. um, but anyway they're back and to be honest actually based on this record I'm actually glad they are yeah. Um, it has to be said I think the opening three tracks of this record are brilliant and justify the existence of the entire album on their own it's like I put this on and it's like oh, it's like oh, this thing and then it's like yeah, yeah. I think yeah okay this works actually yeah I like this um and I can I also immediately can kind I of think as a three track opener for a live gig I was mm-hmm. thinking this would work it would yeah. It? yeah yeah, yeah thinking yeah. this would work and I'd be going okay I'm happy here
1: yeah yes yeah
0: bring on the rest of the gig yeah, yeah. Um, kick ass metal yeah riffs loudness blah 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 if I only have one of the, one of the opening tracks the opening tracks are Metal Kingdom Divine Attack and Mirror Mirror Speaking of one, I'd have Divine Attack, which is the middle one, which I think is for me there's outstanding yeah, track on yeah. the album. I love the uh, the, the bass there. Yeah, 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 yeah. But even outside of the outside of this, I think the songwriting and the experimentation makes this the best album they've 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 released because because they've, they've songwriting's gone up and the experimentation for the experimentation's sake of kind of going, oh, we'll do some sort of weird shit over here because of yeah. the. Uh, that's been kind of toned down, and because of that, I think it's a much more focused record than, yeah. certainly the first album, and certainly yeah. having didn't they listen to the third album, but the second album was again similar. So you've got bits of musically you're, you're thinking, "Bring Me the Horizon," Paramore, "Funeral for Friends," Slipknot, so like that cause produced by the band that are behind the band, <laughs> uh, who are the Kami band. Uh, just proper proper metal band. Yeah, yeah, really good. So I really love the the Arabian influence on the, on the guitars of Metabolism. Love the sax solo on the final track of the final track, um, the Legend. Love the the stops. I love any 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 record that kind of dun, starts again. On uh, is it Maya? Say my name. Um, <laughs> Monochrome sounds exactly as I'd imagine Little Mix if they went metal.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> you know, it's like just...
1: Yeah.
0: And I have to say, until the... now, I kind of thought, do I need really big metal in my life? But I said, No. No. But actually this is a really, really solid rock record. Yeah. Really solid rock record. And if you've shied away from big metal till now, and you're just waiting till tomorrow, which is Hours away for the new Metallica album to come out. Yeah, this is this is this is good good way to kind of build up to that. I th- I think this is yeah definitely the best album they've done and actually a pretty good metal record. Yeah, it is fun.
1: It's, it is a fun record. Um, I, I I loved the 90s synths of Time Wave. Yeah. yeah. I I like I I love all the metal but I do like it when, they, when it went in those sort of tangents. I mean, uh, and a metalism as you mentioned already. It's the one that sounds like a club classic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, um a light and darkness wouldn't be out of place in like a, a like a euro pop show or something, you know.
0: Absolutely not. It, it is, no, no. It's just it's just
1: that sort of that sort of pop that you know that you do get um yeah yeah it was really fun. Um so yeah no agree agree with all that. It's, it's it it it's obviously a challenging record on first listen because it is in Japanese.
0: With some with some no
1: but with some J- English. Japa English. Yes. Japa English. Yes. yes. Um so it, it can be cha- quite challenging to begin with lyrically. <laughs> but Um but actually there's enough there to keep you entertained. It's it's a really good it's a good album.
0: Yeah, it's Yeah.
1: It's loud. It's, it's loud and it's fun. Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay, moving back to the UK and Black Country, New Road, no, live yeah. from Bush Hall. Third album for the band. Yeah, We last reviewed them on podcast uh, 2, 2021, yeah. for their debut, The First Time. No, uh, yeah. One of the first of the talk art rock albums that we covered. Just uh, the thing for a, for a kind of period. Obviously, Sunglasses was a big hit off that album. Uh, um, now, normally, we wouldn't do a live album on the podcast. No. But, it's but first, uh, I think. It is. Yeah. And the only reason we're doing it is because this was a live album of all new material because mm. lead vocalist and guitarist Isaac Wood decided he was going to retire from the band a year ago yeah. uh, through various reasons. Mostly uh, mental health issues. And right. um, and the band kind of sat down, the six, six men of the band sat down and kind of go, what are we going to do? And thought, you know what? Fuck it. Let's carry on. Let's all bring some songs together and let's do some stuff. And then we'll get out on tour and we'll kind of go, basically just pitch it and kind of go, okay, not doing any of the hits. We're just doing some new shit. Come along. And that's what happened. Um, and the, the intention at the time wasn't necessarily to release an album off the back of it, but obviously they recorded this. Yeah. They've released it. Are we happy they released it?
1: I'm I'm happy. Um, it's it's very unusual because we don't do live albums. No,
0: it's, I think I think yeah. this I think this genuinely is
1: the first genuinely album. the first time we've ever done a live album. So, so so trying to sort of listen, compare. So the quality of a live recording is obviously never quite the same. Yeah. Uh, but but it's quite a good quality in terms of this. Yeah, album. no, it is no. very good recording. Um. I think it's a solid album a solid effort it's as you say that sort of post-punk folk indie where's it gonna land next Ooh, mm. you, you know um, lyrically and musically at times very reminiscent of Arcade Fire
0: I mean, actually, no, I got, no, actually I got you...
1: a second half of the album more so than the first I was getting quite sort of the, sort of the big operatic sweeping no. sort of you so, know, so actually, No, Fire. I, I haven't really, really thought about
0: that but yeah, actually I was, that, I that, getting that, that. that's actually not, No, not I agree. everywhere
1: yeah. everywhere and then I was, I was trying to remember the name of a few of the spoken word um, albums that we've I mean you, um, um, obviously last year's
0: yeah I should have written them down you should have I should you know, have do The Woman yeah. the oh woman. yes
1: what, uh, no uh, Dry Cleaning Dry
0: Cleaning yes. Dry Cleaning
1: Oh, she's very similar vocally uh, um, Yard Yard
0: sale. Yard Yard uh, Yard Yard Stick Yard Stick oh
1: fucking hell Talk Yard about. At Yard Act, talk about running a podcast that people listen to. We can't even remember the name of the top albums <laughs> that we reviewed last year. Um, yeah. yeah. You know. And even Fontaine's DC. First Fo- album. Well, no, first, first, no. first album. And I was going to build up to... Oh, sorry. Fontaine's. Okay.
0: <laughs> sorry. Pete just me something on his, on his notes on his phone. Yes, yes, yes. it does actually say Fontaine's.
1: There you go. And yeah. it's Fontaine's DC. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. and yeah, I was getting definitely getting that vibe as well. Um, so, yeah, it's...
0: Yeah, it's all right. I right, like this. Yes, yeah, so I have much more to say though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I thought, uh, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to be, be totally honest, honest about this, yeah, this and, and, and basically <laughs> apologizing no, no, I'm basically the band almost because, yeah. I, I felt. It's good though. Well, I would say I felt this album for me suffered by being in this podcast. If you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. Um, There's a few albums that
1: we coming to that do suffer. <laughs>
0: But so 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 because of that, I kind of I kind of struggled with it a bit. Yeah. Um, which wasn't say so I didn't didn't like didn't like it because but it was like yeah my brain wasn't in the mood for the kind of sub so yeah. pulp experimental English chamber pop type thing. Yeah. Um, which not will say. I said, I mean, up up song the start of the album I really like so up, up song is really great. The boy, equally great slice sort of kind of folk whimsy. Uh, then you got across the pond, friend, which I really, really liked. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then I kind of just fell out of it for a while, and just couldn't couldn't kind of get couldn't kind of connect back in. But I did, and this is genuinely. I, I I do think this album probably deserves me listening to it properly. After said podcast, uh, not immediately, obviously, because um, I think it's probably better than I currently think it is. Yeah. Um. So I am genuinely going to give it some time after the podcast, and mm. because there's enough at the start of it that I think actually yeah. just cut off, yeah, do things. That is and, I, and ironically, I'm about to say about something something on londra album about how you should, yeah. You know, Cut off everything else and listen to it. Um, which I didn't do with it. But yeah. Yeah. So it's. To be reviewed. To be reviewed yeah. further. Wow. Okay. Ninth album from Lauren Del Rey next. Uh, did Ninth? you know that. Yeah, I know. Did Ninth? you know, did you know, that... did you know the tunnel under the ocean boulevard? Last reviewed, Podcast 7, right. 2017. Yeah. For a fifth album, which was Lust for Life. We wow. have reviewed two of our albums. Um. Uh, List of Life was uh, we reviewed a third album, which was Ultraviolet. Yes, Ultraviolet. Yeah. Have we like missed four albums <laughs> in five years? We have. <laughs> yes. Wow. So this thing, this, this draws on gospel folk. Yes. Yeah. Um, a trademark retro Americana. Yeah. Uh, and then manages to drop a bit of hip hop in it, just just to just to, to kind like, of off <laughs> yeah, just to like fuck with your brain in the middle of the album. Uh, described as dirge by my other half um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to defend her because it, it is are you it defending is, Lana or your other half I'm it is mostly a record of one pace yeah and songs without choruses yes it's songs without choruses again yeah that kind of flow over you yeah and definitely and this is the thing which I feel guilty about the last album because I'm about to say it's one where you should like basically get rid of all the sounds and just sit and yeah. listen and yeah. listen to the album without any, you know, not on your headphones, are walking along on your train or they. It's like, no, in a room, yeah, you need put to... the music on, yeah. sit down, listen to yeah. do it, kind of record. And we have this occasionally. Um, so no other distractions because otherwise you're just going to go, Aah! and that's what I feel about this album. And if you do that, I think, like Del Rey's previous albums, you kind of go, oh, yeah, <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, and there's, the, there's that there's that ability to entice and entrance you, and kind of go, oh yes, yeah, is I like this. I like this. this. This is good. Whether this is good over sixteen tracks and almost an hour and a half of uh, hour and a half of music, mm. perhaps less so. Yeah, should we say? Um, However, when it works, and it does work, yep, it's quite lovely. Yes, um, first third especially, I think, yes. worked really well. well, 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 very well. Me. Yeah, um, very well. Starts off with that really kind of uplifting kind of acapella vocals at the start start of the the grants. Yeah, um, it's not about John Grant or Cara Grant; but it's about her family, <laughs> um, and that ends just. Oh, you're thinking, oh, this is really lovely. And it kind of like that almost sets the stall for the, al- the, the, the album because because again it's a bit meandering it's a bit kind of chorusless but actually it's just like yeah I quite like this song and and then on that first half of the album you've, you've got the title track this next one which I think is lovely just really lovely song yeah great John Baptiste uh, collab uh, Candy Necklace. It's one of is is one of the kind of poppier moments. Is one of the ones you go, you could release the single and people actually buy it kind of yeah. kind of thing no, as, well, as, so. as so, opposed yeah. to the kind of like okay, I need to be washed over. Um Margaret actually towards the end of the album actually, yeah. actually fits, fits, fits fits that, fits, yeah, that, fits, that, fits, that fits, thing fits that as as well, as yeah. well. I really enough grandfather please stand on the shoulders of my father whilst he deep <laughs> deep sea fishing. <laughs> Which is a really actually a lovely song, which has a a, a piano track flow as the main thing. But
1: Again, you'll see from my notes, I actually took the effort to write down the whole time. Yeah.
0: A N W is the album's yeah longest and most rewarding track for me. It's it like it's the best, is the most interesting. It starts off as imagine your ideal L'Andere song and that's what it is for four minutes. Yeah. And then suddenly it decides to become a hip-hop song.
1: Yes. Midway through.
0: (laughs) For the last three minutes. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. But it kind of works. It does. It does. And it's like, yeah, okay, I like this. Examples of things not working, fingertips, which is, I, I mean, one of the most wordy things I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah. But, it doesn't do anything.
1: I, I on A and W. I mean, I thought I loved the sort of slightly distorted piano riff you get at the beginning.
0: Mm,
1: yes. And I and uh, and speaking of artists that I like, because I've done that a lot this podcast, definitely get the Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross vibe.
0: Actually, yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And that's before the the segue then into part two, which is the obviously hip mm. hip hop section you already referred to. Um, I do think it's 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 nice and dark. It's a sweeping, soulful album, really, isn't it? It's it washes, as you keep saying, it washes over you. But it's long. But... I actually, I didn't struggle with the length on this one. Um, it is long, but actually, quote unquote, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I, did, I, did, I did not struggle with that length. Um, yeah. It is fine. I actually, I actually find it's fine. Um, it's it's what you expect. It's always troubling and dark in its lyrics, even if it's. Sort of calming in its musicality. Yeah, yeah, you know, Um it as I agree with you. The first third is definitely the more the more dramatic and orchestral and more sweeping and more engaging. Then there's a middle third which is sort of quiet and a bit more acoustic and a bit more sort of plodding along. And then it and then it uplifts again in that final third with the, you know.
0: Yeah, but it's that, but I thought like the final third though is, is the extras DVD the extras that was added on. You're going, yeah, yeah. no shouldn't this be the, the kind of bit you add on to the record rather than? Well, no, it's think... more
1: akin to her brand of adult, darker pop music. You know, with tracks like Peppers and and um, Taco Trot right
0: at the end there as well. I, think I like yeah. because because obviously, obviously that features um, Venice Bitch from mm. the the first album. Mm. And kind of interpolates. Yeah, so it does the, feel like a yeah, callback, yeah. doesn't
1: yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think it's, it's great. It's great, great album. But you do need to give it time.
0: Too much time. Too much time for you. Yes. An hour and a <laughs> half's time. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Two albums to go. Uh second to last. Uh the ninth studio album from our podcast favourites, the Horse steady. Yay! Last reviewed on podcast two twenty one for yeah. open door policy. Makes sense. Yeah. So. Are we still in love with the Horse steady? Uh
1: yes. I like this album a lot. Um for me, it feels um it feels like a very cohesive, well hung together album. Well hung. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um yeah. you, used it, do, you used to do all the jokes don't I you? am doing all the jokes now. It, it's it's a band that feels very comfortable in its twenty year sort, yeah. sort of yeah. I, it, there on yeah. there are throughout the album there are nods to to other perhaps more famous <laughs> it sounds like an album title itself not to other more famous songs um and I, I, I actually I'm fine with that um I think the the opening track sets the t- grand Junction sets the tone um sideways skull uh is up there with their classic stories of drunken rock band drunkenness um and other yes. substances might be involved i I really liked the lead single. Actually, which they did debut when we went to see them mm-hmm. about a month or so ago, um, Sixers. Um, I think they introduced it as their at their recent London gig as a uh, as a, a, a romance between two millennial bankers or something. <laughs> it's quite amusing. <laughs> it has that feel to it, uh, that sort of story told from from third person. Um, I, I think it, the first half definitely zips along at a pace. Um, yes, I agree with that. The second half slows down is more considered uh, exemplified by Distortions of Faith and is it Perfido? Perfido? Per, yeah perfid- per, Perfido yeah, per, Perdido Perfido okay. Perdido Perdido, per-dido. Yeah. Um, You say Perdido I say Perdido oh, okay <laughs> and, and, then, and then in their classic fashion because they always I mean, what always amazes me about them is they they end their gigs their live performances so well and yet their albums just seem to stop and they do it again here Mm. <laughs> the last try, it's just like yeah. Da, da, da. Oh, it's done. It's finished. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> with well, actually, the quite amusing flyover halftime. You know, um,
0: yeah, lots of lots of American sports in the album. Yes,
1: a lot of American sport references. I mean, I mean, Sixers. Um, I, I I mean, I, I was I was I was on. A, I, I, I always laugh, and um, me and my other half always laugh at um, uh, the whole. um uh, LeBron James. Any reference to LeBron James gets us because we were in the US at the time he was making his very controversial move away from Cleveland. Yes, which kind of uh, kind of catapulted him to a certain level of fame. So any mention of him in it, any culture always makes us smile, and probably most British people
0: won't get that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm describing this as the Billy Joel album. Mm. <laughs> um.
1: Yes. Okay. Is yes.
0: Did <laughs> didn't hit me to the second the second the second time the second time I listened to the the, the opening of Grand Junction, which is one of her tr- favourite tracks on the album. Yeah. Welcome to that It's a piano man, isn't it? Mm-hmm. With Billy Joel. <laughs> <laughs> on on the on the on that bit in the verse, you're thinking yeah. that's pure piano man. But then once I heard that, I listened to the rest of the album, thinking I can hear bits of Billy Joel in the Sixers, and I can yeah. and in Distortions yeah, yeah. of Faith as well. Yeah. And this is I should say here. This is not a criticism. No. And this is seventies Billy Joel, Joel. You know, this is for, for the who the behold Steady are and the kind of music they play. Why wouldn't Billy Joel be kind of yeah. in that kind of mix? It's like this it hadn't occurred to me before that that might even be a thing. Um like I say, I, I think you're right I think I think it's a it's a it's a it's mainly a mix of classic study stuff, so as you've said, uh Sixers, um Sideways Skull Pritito, understudies, which I really love. I think I think that's just prime the homestead. Um but there's a little bit of kinda of like stretching out and kinda of going Let's just make yeah, quick yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah. So Carlos is crying, yeah, or rat trap as I call it, yeah. Um, has a bit of a new sound and a vibe that's not really kind of not, heard no. before. And It's kind of like you know, oh yeah, quite like that, you know. So so, so the chorus so, so the chorus is very homesteady, but as a chorus, uh, but the verse is yeah. not what we've heard before. Um, love the horns on the bird watchers. Yes. I love the Both horns and in the horns and, the, the end, yeah. and also the horns at the end it's just love the horns. great um, it's the horn steady is it the it is horn steady is it the horn steady I, the horn steady? I, I have no idea oh, okay. I had another thing um, only, track, only track that the me kind of go hmm yeah. is City 11 didn't really no yeah, that was no, just I like I didn't mm. think of that at all yeah bit kind of passed like, me by that one um, so is it the best Tom Today album no <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> Is it a really good home to album? Yes. Yes. And on to the final album of the podcast. Uh, so Boy Genius, the record, uh, debut album from uh, Boy Genius. Uh, the rock, as as we know, the rock law says if you're any mu- musical artist and you get together uh, with the musical artist to form a band or a silo project, it must be called Supergroup. Yes. Because, you know... It doesn't matter if it's super or not. It's just... It's, it's the a super law. group. It's the law. It's the law. So this is... Uh, Borgias are ro- an indie rock super group. Uh, formed in 2018 by Julian Baker, Phoebe Bridges and Lucidakis. And we've reviewed each of these artists previously on the podcast. Um, we reviewed Julian Baker's Little Oblivions on podcast 3, 2021. Phoebe Bridges, The Punisher on podcast 7, 2020. And Lucy Dacus's historian back on podcast to 2018. Woo! So these ladies are well known to us. The question is whether their combined merits actually merit the tag supergroup, which for me is yes. Um, this is actually what I want for an album this type. It's it's yeah. better than some of its parts. I like each of these artists. Yeah, I, li- I like the albums we've, we've reviewed. Whilst I think all the albums, we've, the other three albums I mentioned, we've, we've liked without loving. So we're yeah. all going, this is really good. I want to hear more of this this person. Yeah, yeah. And for me, this album, the kind of pooling of the talent just works. It feels like an album, it feels like they're a band as well, which is amazing because there are three <laughs> distinct <laughs> artists coming in. I mean, they're not vocally, they're not too dissimilar I suppose there 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 is a similarity to a certain extent in their vocal styles but there's enough difference that um, musically it goes from belly breeders type stuff of um, $20 Satanist, Anti-Curse to kind of Elliot Smith type kind of introspective stuff like Leonard Cohen, Revolutionary, an old poet uh, and also Simon and Garfunkel on Cool About It indeed they Simon, poor Simon with inspiration on Cool About It which made me laugh because um, clearly that's their way of trying to avoid paying royalties on the fact that clearly is the boxer <laughs> this, is just, this is just is the boxer um, lyrically it's mostly relationship based love gone wrong regret self-doubt self-hatred pure love being seen um, I quite like the fact that Revolutionary was originally called Paul is dead after the famous Beatles yeah. conspiracy <laughs> thing <laughs> <laughs> you know um, some of the lyrics are, made me laugh a lot uh, Leonard, the, Like the lyrics to Lennon Cohen particularly made me laugh a hell of a lot yeah. um, there's a great line in it going, Co-, literally, literally in the lyrics says Lennon Cohen once said there's a crack in everything and that's how the light goes in and I am an old man having an extension crisis at the British Monastery writing horny poetry. <laughs> but I agree. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. Um, This is just a brilliant, brilliant pop album. Genuinely a brilliant pop album. Yes. I love it. It is.
1: Um, repeated listening is rewarding. Um, because it, it it is that sort of classic indie, folky, but poppy, the more you listen to it as yeah. well that sort of pop sensibility comes through it, it, it's a good listen that it passes the time but i mean that in the most complimentary way it passes the time well it is time well spent um i like the different the different vocal styles you got the full collaboration you got you know you got that and then you got that and then you got that and it it felt you know, like all three or four styles it's all very different but it did work well I must admit I leaned more towards the tracks with the stronger, more rockier sort of feel um, as opposed to the sort of more ethereal, folky ones. Yeah. Um, But that said, I did like $20. uh, It's a great riff at $20. Amusingly titled, apologies for Emily. um, And uh, Satanist, the grungy one. Yes. Yeah, uh, I like that a lot. Um, I also like Letter to an Old Poet. Um very powerful takedown of a, an abusive partner can't think who that might be <laughs> um,
0: but yeah interesting yeah it's fresh sweet <laughs> so given the given that you sent me a message about this <laughs> <laughs> Pete <laughs> shock me and tell me what your favourite album of the pod, podcast is Baby Mel <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh man, this is the, the all right. You probably need to ask me two. Okay, so because
0: <laughs> for me it's actually really it is actually quite hard. It's, 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 yeah, it yeah. is genuinely difficult. There though. are
1: some, there's some big hitters in here, and there's some sort of long term, long time, f- big fan of. Couple... For me, for, for, yeah. for me, for me, it's, for me it's yeah. a choice between two. Yeah. Um. I mean, obviously, for me, it's a choice between two, but but. I'm probably trying to be more di- di- uh, de- democratic and think about a few more. Um, obviously, it's Depeche Mode. But if you took them and possibly the whole Steady Away, then I'd probably have to say Boy Genius.
0: Yeah, for me, it is probably just the Boy Genius album simply because it's new. Yeah. I mean, The Depeche Mode album is is... is... Exceptionally good, and it is, it is, it is. I'm sorry, it is, it is the best approach by album um, since played an Angel by mm. Buying by a Black Country Mile. Ah, oh, I oh. know oh, oh, what a new road we're down, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, having prattled on for you can tell you can tell it's someone we like, one, one, yeah, 45 minutes. You can wow. it's good though. Hatch, so, join us next hatch. time. Yeah. When, amongst other things, we will definitely have the new album from Metallica. Yeah. Until then. See you then. This podcast is a Vineland production.